And to Jesus be all the glory today, this wonderful Monday. We're going to have a great week this week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for being with me today. I pray the Lord will minister to you today in a beautiful way, touching your heart, touching your life, blessing your tomorrow. I want to talk to you about freedom. Freedom in the presence of Jesus, freedom from bondage, freedom from sin, from mental trouble, from the things of this world, just freedom. Whom the Son sets free is free truthfully, indeed free. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Now, just before we begin, let's pray. Let's ask the Lord to speak to us and use this time together to bless our life. Precious Jesus, wonderful Redeemer, we come today in your holy name. And Lord, we welcome you. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Touch our hearts, quicken our minds. Yes, Lord, speak to us in Jesus' holy name. Touch our lives. Amen. Today, as I was spending time with the Lord, it was so beautiful. I have communion weekly. And um, during communion today, I was just so blessed. You know, there's such peace in the presence of the Lord, such peace. And I thought to myself, I need to talk to our partners, God's sweet, wonderful people, about the freedom that I found, the joy I found, the peace I found in the presence of the Lord. You know, uh, people say there's power in prayer. I disagree, frankly. There's power when Jesus is there. That's the difference. So when people say there's power in prayer, what they really mean is there's power in the presence of God. I agree completely. Because, you know, other religions pray, uh, people of all kinds pray. There's no power there, really. But when the Lord is there, when the Lord is there, there is power. Tremendous power, in fact. And I experienced this power today. I experience it every time I pray right, pray properly. And that is when we seek the Lord. Now, how, how does this all begin? Well, Jesus said, come unto me. No one else has said these words. No one. Come unto me, all you who labor. What a beautiful invitation. Come unto me, all you who labor. You are heavy laden. You that are loaded. You're carrying a heavy load on your life. Sin, bondage, troubles. I will give you rest. I will give you. That's what the Lord said. He said he will give us rest. If we simply come to him. So the poverty and powerlessness of the average Christian really finds 
its explanation in the words of James 4.2. Ye have not because ye ask not. You don't come to the Lord to ask him to help you. I may be talking to somebody today who really needs to hear this. Because a lot of activity and no result, you know. In people's lives, they do a lot, but there's no peace. So, um, if you want to see progress and growth and maturity and joy and peace and love in your life that the Holy Spirit gives, we have to spend time with the Lord. It's really quite simple, coming to the Lord. So, neglect of the presence of God is the answer to no fruit, no power, no peace, no joy, no rest, no contentment in life. Because amazingly, the Lord has placed his power at our disposal. Think about that one, what I just said. The Lord has placed all his power at our disposal. And all we have to do is really come into his presence and receive it. So here is the key. The key is, is found in Acts chapter 2, verse 42. And this is, I think, so important because when we have daily constant communion with the Lord, that's the real key to constant peace, ongoing fruitfulness in the Spirit, joy in the Spirit, the love of God in our hearts, no bondage, no harassment from the enemy, daily peace, is because the Bible says in Acts 2, and I'm, I'm going to read verse 42, they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread, like communion that I have today, and in prayers. They kept coming back to the presence of God. You know, I know this is simple. I know this is simple. I just want to remind you, and I pray that somebody needs to hear this today. I mean, can you imagine God saying uh, in Jeremiah 33, Call unto me, I will answer thee. I will show thee great and mighty things that thou knowest not. That's Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Come unto me, all you labor, Jesus, said, I'll give you rest. And God says, call, call unto me, and I will answer thee. I will show thee great and mighty things that you don't know. Well, think about this beautiful uh, promise here in the Psalms. And, you know, the Lord wants us to respond. He wants us to come to him. He, the way is open. The way is open. Call upon me in the day of trouble. Are you in trouble today? Are you facing some struggles with your family or health or finance? Or you, you, you don't know what to do about the future? Are you worn out? There is a place of peace and strength. There really is. It's found in Jesus. Call upon me in the day of trouble. I will deliver thee. 
God today will deliver you from that trouble you're going through. And you will glorify me, God says. This is all his word I'm giving you. And we all know they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run, not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. You know, and if you look at that amazing portion in, in Isaiah, it talks about that uh, people that don't seek the Lord are going to have trouble. <laughs> so let's just look at that beautiful uh, portion of God's word. It says this, it says, Has thou not known, verse 28, and I know you probably read that, but it's so wonderful to be reminded. Has thou not known, has thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. And I love this part. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Even the young people are going to get weary and tired. The young men will utterly fall. But we have a strength that comes that nobody can receive in the flesh. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Mount up with wings as eagles, run and not be weary. Wow. Walk and not faint. Because there's strength. You have no idea how much strength today I received when I was in the presence of God. And I just feel I got to talk to somebody because what happens to me, I want it to happen in, in, in your life. Yeah, I have troubles. You better have troubles. Maybe I have more troubles than maybe you. But I have found my resting place. It's in the presence of Jesus. There's no, no other place. No other place. So if we're too busy for the presence of the Lord, well, then we're too busy to receive peace and power. A lot of activity, no results. And the devil is not afraid, really, of activity. He's not afraid of activity. Uh, he's afraid of, of the presence of God that you and I can experience because the, the presence of God will drive him away. Because the arm of God only responds in his presence. We have to be in proximity, you know, to be touched. So the arm of God can touch us only in his presence. As many as touched him were made whole. Well, they had to be close enough to touch him the Lord when he walked the earth. So it's not possible to be touched when we're far away. It's not possible to be blessed when we're far away. So we have to come close. And that's why the Lord Jesus said, come unto me. Come close enough, I can touch you. Come close enough, I can heal you. Come close enough, I can bless you. Come close enough, I can deliver you from the bondage you're in, the the burden you carry, I'll carry it for you. But, you know, come close enough. Draw an eye to God, he'll draw an eye to you. So we, we cannot experience peace in our life if we're away from the Lord. Because how can, how can he touch us? And remember, 
God will not come to you till you come to him. So he said, come unto me. Jesus said, come unto me. He didn't say, I'll come to you till you come to me first. And it says, draw nigh to God in James. Then he'll draw nigh to you. So God is waiting for you, for me to come. Because away from the Lord is bondage and darkness and misery and devils. But in his presence, there is no bondage. There is no darkness. Demons cannot enter into that place. That is the place of quiet rest near to the heart of God. You know, I shared this many times uh, from Job. And it's such a beautiful portion of God's word. And I know a lot of people, you know, they kind of don't, uh, don't look at it. They don't understand it. In verse 7 of Job, look, look, look at Job 28 with me. There is a path which no fowl knoweth. There's a, there's a place no devil can find, which the vulture's eye hath not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden. The fierce lion didn't pass by. There is a place of such rest and such beauty and such freedom. It says there is a path, there's a place that no fowl, no demon even knows where, where it is. The vulture's eye, the demonic, hasn't seen it. The lion's whelps, again the demonic powers, have not been there. And the fierce lion, Satan, has not passed by it. And God there puts his hand on the rock. He overturns the mountains by the roots. In other words, he begins to make a way for you where there was no way before. I pray this is, this is getting through to somebody. He puts forth his hand on, on the rock. He overturns mountains by the roots. He makes ways for us that were not there before. He cuts out rivers among the rocks. He brings the refreshing presence of the Holy Spirit that hadn't been there. And his eye seeth every precious thing. That God now sees every precious cry. He's listening to every whisper of the heart in that beautiful place where his presence is. He cuts out rivers among the rocks. Wow. Think about that. Now the presence of God can touch us in his presence. God looks at every precious thing in us and answers it. He binds the floods from overflowing. All that attacks coming at you, God just stops them. And the thing that he, that is hid, the thing we're not able to find, he brings forth the light. That's one of the most amazing portions of God's word about the presence of God. It's Job 28, beginning at verse 7. And read right through verse 11. That whole beautiful portion talks about the presence of God. How when you come to God's presence, the foul, the devils can't find you. Demons cannot touch you. You're in a beautiful place of rest and protection. And God begins to make a way for you where there was no way before. He brings his blessed river, or rivers really is what it says. He cuts out, I love this, he cuts out rivers among the rocks. 
Now the presence of God comes from all directions at you. And now God begins to look at the precious cry out of your heart and he answers it. And he begins to bind the floods and whatever is attacking you leaves you. Thank you, Jesus. And things that, that you don't have answers for, God gives you answers for now. All because you've done one thing so sweet. You obeyed when he said, come unto me. So today, why don't you go to Jesus and talk to him? Just take some time with the Lord today. Don't let anything distract you. Shut the phone, you know, lock the door. Put your beautiful worship music on like I have now. And just talk to the Lord. Have communion. Get the elements together. And just love him and worship him. And I promise you, half an hour, 45 minutes from, from, from then, oh, you can breathe again. The burden begins to lift. You know, I mean, every day I teach you the word, and I love it, or most days anyways. Today I just wanted to talk to you, just to talk to you about something so beautiful, so simple to do. Who else, who else ever said, come on to me, I'll give you a rest? Nobody, nobody can. Only the Lord. And you know something that is so beautiful? When, when we come to the Lord in his, in his presence, the first thing he reveals to us is us. We see our weakness, we see our inability. And now we begin to depend on him rather than ourselves. Like in the presence of God, Isaiah saw his fault. He said, I'm undone. And God began using him because of that. Because, <clears throat> you know, Job, for example, when, when he was in the presence of God, he said, I abhor myself. I repent in dust and ashes. And that's when God began to bless him. So the presence of God reveals ourself to us. And that's the beginning of deliverance when we begin to cry out, Lord, and we depend on him because we say, ah, I'm undone. Or like Job, I abhor myself. Wow, happened to David. I love what it says. Can we, can we look at that? Man I give you praise, Jesus. I worship you, Lord. Ah, oh, thank you, Lord. In, in, in Psalm uh, 139, 23, he says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me that set me free. Lead me in the way everlasting. What caused him to say that? What caused David to say, Lord, search me. Know my heart. Try me. Try my thoughts. And if, if there's anything wicked in me, Lord, just remove it. His presence does that. It's, a, it's, it's, it's cleansing, cleansing. And in the presence of God, there's cleansing and beauty. And you feel like clean. You feel like you've been washed. Because God's presence is a cleansing presence. Look what it says in Psalm 19 real quick. Oh, Jesus, I worship you for this. He said... Who can understand his errors? Cleanse thou me from secret faults. 
Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me, Lord. Then I shall be upright, I shall be innocent from the great transgression or from apostasy. So the presence of the Lord keeps us in the faith and we're able to walk with him, then we will not fall. You know, he's able to keep us from falling, but we have to be in his presence for him to do that. I want to repeat that. He's able to keep you from falling, but you have to stay in his presence for God to do that. So David said, who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from my secret faults. This all happens in God's presence. Keep back your servant from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. Only in God's presence, sin will not have dominion. Then I'll be upright. Psalm 51, 2 says, Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Only in the presence of God. And only in the presence of God are we held up. You know, David said, Create in me a clean heart of God and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of salvation and then uphold me. Hold me up with a willing heart. Well, God will hold us up only in his presence. And in Psalm 17 verse 5, David said, Lord, hold me up because I can't hold myself. Hold up my goings in thy path that my footsteps will not fall, will not slip. Only in the presence of God can that happen. You know, the, 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 the secrets, the amazing things that God does for us in His presence, like God holds our mouth from saying the wrong thing, only in His presence. Psalm 1, 141, verse 3, Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door on my lips. How can I? I can't even do it on my own. I tried. You've tried. I tried. We can't. Because we always say something we shouldn't say. But only in the presence of God we can govern our tongue. Set a watch, O Lord. Psalm 141, verse 3. Set a watch, O Lord, before my mouth. Keep the door on my lips. Wow. Think about all that I'm sharing with you. All that beautiful things God does for us. Only in His presence. And it, it's in the presence of God we, we can see the world and its beauty. So in the Psalms, He said, Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Wow. Can I, can I, can I read you a beautiful uh, Psalm, they are a beautiful portion in Psalm 86. I'm, I'm almost done. I, I just want to show you that what God does when we are in His presence, His presence is so, oh, He does so much for us when we're in His presence. I love uh, verse 11. Teach me thy way, O Lord. I will walk in your truth. Unite my heart. Now that's only in his presence possible. Unite my heart to fear your name. You want to walk in holiness? Only in his presence. Only in his presence. Man takul al-metro ti Allah kumi. 
and some sort of, you know, I, I get so blessed sometimes, I just have to speak in tongues sometimes. Psalm 119, verse 18, open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Only in his presence that difficulties vanish and uh, passages we hadn't understood, now we understand. And all familiar portions of the Bible now become so luminous, so clear, crystal clear. They become meaningful. Because the presence of God will do more for us than any theological education can ever do when it comes to the Bible. God's presence opens up the Bible way more than any university can open the Bible. Only God's presence. You love that, don't you, Chad? You know, when, when we are in the, he's taping it, as, as I'm talking to her, he's, I should say, doing what he does so well. Anyways, the presence of the Lord, the presence of the Lord, does more for me and you than any Bible school we can go to. We need the Bible schools. We need to learn the Bible. But in the presence of God, he reveals the word. I can listen to a professor and not get anything out of what they say. But when I'm in the presence of God with my Bible open, the revelation that comes is incredible. I'm wiser than, than my teachers, David said. It's his word. Okay. I'm going to pray for you. But I want to remind you of a beautiful portion from the word that the presence of God brings his wonderful Holy Spirit into our lives where he's with us all the time. His power available daily. Lord, I give you praise. Thank you for your love. Lord, bring that wonderful saint listening to me into your presence. That they'll find freedom in your presence. Jesus, wonderful Jesus. Bless them, Lord, with that peace they need today, that joy they need today, that tranquility they need today that they will find you, Lord, and find that rest, that quiet rest in your wonderful presence. Yes, Lord, heal your people today. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease. I rebuke infirmity. In Jesus' holy name. I feel the holy anointing of God for people who need to be healed now. Lift your hands and receive your healing. Lord, heal them now. Heal them from that problem in their body, that sickness in their body. Oh, sweet Holy Spirit, touch them. Let your power flow through them like fire from on high. Remove that disease, that sickness in Jesus' name. And Lord, renew their hearts today also. Renew their hearts for you, I pray, with fire. Let it light up with fire. In Jesus' wonderful name. Wow. And God's people said, Amen. Well, precious people of God, before I say goodbye, I, I want to pray for you. That the Lord will bless you financially. It's time to give to the Lord's work. I pray you, you, you've been blessed today. I most certainly have been too. 
I felt the anointing of God just talking to you today. So let's give, let's give and be blessed. Let's give and sow our seed in faith and expectation of a glorious tomorrow, a glorious future, a blessed future, a blessed tomorrow. Because he promised he'll never leave us, never forsake us, never disappoint us. We'll never, never lack in life as long as Jesus is with us. All is well. All is well like that truth. Shunammite woman said to Elisha, all is well when her boy was dead because she knew God would come through. Like Abraham, when he offered up Isaac, he knew that God would raise him from the dead if need be because he gave him his promise. What wow, amazing faith, isn't it? And that's the kind of faith that pleases God. He's not ashamed to call them his own. Wow. And God will bless you as you trust him, as you rely on him. And every time we give, we say, I trust you. Every time we give, we say, Lord, I trust you with my finances. Just like when you give the Lord your life, you say, I trust you with my life. Every time we give, we're saying, I trust you, Lord, with my future financially. I know you're going to take care of me and my children and my family today and tomorrow because you are a faithful Lord. I give you praise, Lord. Bless them as they give in the sweetest name of Jesus. And God's people said, amen and amen. You can give on the platform you're watching me on. By the way, don't leave me. I have a wonderful thing to tell you first. But anyways, go ahead and give on the platform you're watching me on or go to our website, benin.org, or simply text DHM45777. Tomorrow, I was, uh, recently I, I, I spoke to our partners on the practice of God's presence. It was very anointed and very beautiful the way the Lord enabled me to explain that in a beautiful way. And I really want to share that with you tomorrow from that meeting we just had. So tomorrow, a very special presentation that will really, really bless you. So Lord, I thank you for your goodness. Amen. So join me tomorrow for a really special presentation. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.